I always thought doing a crossword puzzle was just about knowing a lot of vocabulary. And to be able to do one, it was just an exercise in how much vocabulary you had. Um, but after knowing Dave, I have discovered that it's actually a lot more than that. And there are kind of clues to reading the clues. And it's more of a puzzle than just a vocabulary exercise. So today you get to hear from Dave, who happens to be my husband. We've been married now for seven, getting close to eight years. And he's going to tell you things that you had no idea were in crossword puzzles. Welcome to Hobbies 101, a podcast for beginner hobbyists. Starting a new hobby can be overwhelming. There is so much information and many hobbies have a startup cost. Whether you're starting your first hobby or just looking for a new one, this podcast will give you the basics you need to know in audio format before you spend money to start it yourself. I'm your hostess, Emily, and I'm looking forward to exploring new hobbies with you. Hi, Dave. Hey. Thanks for being on my podcast. My pleasure. Would you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, some of your other hobbies, interests, things you like to do with your spare time? I mean, obviously, you're into crosswords since you're on this podcast about crossword puzzles 101. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what else do you like to do? Well, yeah, so I'm Emily's husband. I also like to do some running. And then I have a few computer science projects that keep me busy a lot of the time as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, how did you get into crossword puzzles? You know, I don't remember how I got into them originally, but this most recent time I got back into them when we were living at your folks' house. I got the paper. So every morning, just about, there was a crossword for me to do. I probably found them because they were right next to the comics, and I just have to read those comics, so there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe it would be a good idea to talk about what it even is. So what is a crossword puzzle? Well, crossword puzzle has a bunch of clues, some going across left to right and some going down top to bottom and they intersect at places so you can kind of you know once you've filled in a few clues you can figure out some of the other clues with some help from the ones you've already completed yeah um so you said you normally find them in the paper mm -hmm. right in the newspaper um have have you ever done one like online or on an app i have not okay. i know you can do that um, but i've not done it yeah, I, I usually like to talk on this podcast about like how much money it takes to start a pod or like a new hobby. I mean, um, so if you do the paper, right, it would cost the money for the pay to buy the paper. Um, Unless you, you live with your in-laws. Unless you live with your in-laws. <laughs> do you have any idea if like the apps and stuff cost money? I have no idea. Okay. Sorry. Okay, that's okay. Um, how often would you do a puzzle? Oh, when I was doing them, I was doing um, almost almost every day, I think. Would I, you usually complete them? How oh, often you, you I, yeah, usually, but yeah, definitely not every time. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I get to the very end and there'd be one or two left I just could not get, so I'd look one of them up and then, oh, now I can get the last one. Something like that. But especially towards the end there, yeah, I think I did complete 
most, of, maybe just barely most of them. How long? Without it, looking them up. How uh, how long would it usually take you to, to complete one? Like oh. once you start it until you you know pre yeah. finish it. I don't remember exactly. Probably at least a half hour. Oh really? Okay. 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 In my memory, it was like twenty minutes, but yeah, maybe it was closer oh, to well. half an hour. Uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the puzzle, but maybe the real easy ones were twenty minutes or so. So, what's your method? Like, okay, you're you're getting ready to do your morning crossword. What do you do first? Well, I like to scan down and just look for the freebies. The real giveaway clues where it's just obviously got to be this answer. Uh, so I scan that, I look for those, and then I go back over and do the next easiest ones. And usually, eventually, there's kind of like a pocket where I've got a few intersecting, and then I can work out from there and spread out over the rest of the puzzle. What should someone who wants to try crosswords know to get started? Like, what are some tips you'd have for someone who has not done many but might be interested in starting? Well, I would say, first of all, decide on what kind of puzzle you want, because there's all different kinds, um, you know, they're all ranging from really easy to really hard and also ranging in terms of, like, the subject matter. Some of them are real broad. They'll ask you... Uh, they'll, they'll have clues that require you to think about a lot of different topics. But then there's crosswords like the, um, the TV Guide crossword or things like that that are just always about pop culture or TV shows or actors and actresses and things like that. And so I just, I fail miserably at those. But if that's your thing, then there you go. So there's, decide what kind of puzzle you want and how hard you want it to be, how much time you want to spend on it. And then, you know, you can roughly gauge the difficulty of a puzzle based on the size. So, you know, you got like the LA Times or the New York Times are about as big as I run across. How many do they and have, are, like the New York Times crossword puzzle? How many oh, those clues are ridiculous. does it have? Those are like, you know, uh, I want to say hundreds okay. total. Oh, man, they're so big. <laughs> Maybe it's just, a, I forget exactly, but it's, mm -hmm. it's too many. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so choose a choose what kind of puzzle you want. Choose what kind you want. Yeah. And another thing that people should know as they're getting started is that there are no really instructions that come with these printed crosswords. So a few things you need to know about how the clues work um, are as follows. I'll just go through a couple things. So abbreviations. If you have an abbreviation in a clue. Uh, a lot of times, and some authors are very consistent about this, but a lot of times that means the answer is also going to be an abbreviation. So if it says ST next to New Hampshire, uh, and you're pretty much guaranteed the answer is the abbreviated name of a state next to New Hampshire. Uh, another one, if you have, this is really common, if there's a blank, so carpe blank, oh, definitely carpe diem. So DM is what they're looking for there, fill in the blank. Uh, another kind ends with a question mark. So clues that end in a question mark tend to be, that's sort of the author's way of apologizing for, this answer is kind of a stretch. So when you get it, you're gonna kind of groan and say, oh, okay, I see what you did there. All right, another thing that can come up is some puzzles, and I really appreciate these, but some have a theme. 
And so some of the, usually the longer clues, but not always, those clues will be based on a theme. So as you're going around answering these, uh, solving these clues and writing in your answers, you might discover, hey, these, some of these answers, these are all film titles. And sure enough, the name of the puzzle, because these ones that have themes typically also have, the puzzle is named, it's given a name by the author. And the, you might discover, you know, the name is something to do with movies and you've gotten all these movie clues. So then when you get to another clue, you already kind of suspect, I, I need to be looking for something that's going to look like a movie title. So that can help you out too. And then lastly, there's a, there's a set of clues that'll, that'll use foreign words or especially foreign names. So, you know, um, we'll say something like money to Pierre, right? And then you go, oh, this must be a French word for money or something. So those are just some unwritten rules that I've never seen printed anywhere, but you kind of pick up as you start to do these puzzles. Do you have any other tips for solving? As far as for solving, one thing to just be aware of is you'll, the more you do, the more you'll realize they use the same three letter answers over and over again. Uh, feels like about half of the three letter an long answers are just recycled over and over. So once you kind of have started to remember that list, that can make things go a lot faster. Uh, another thing that can help is you don't have to have the entire answer uh, to write it down. Sometimes you'll know for sure, oh, I know it starts with with this, or I know it's a compound word that ends with that. A really common example of this is plurals. Uh, since most English plurals end with S, a lot of times you can get a free S at the end of a word. If the clue says, um, you know, flowers that grow in Ireland when you pour honey on them, <laughs> or something random like that, and you say, well, whatever it is, it's probably, mm -hmm. you know, plural, mm -hmm. flowers, right? So, so you can get, uh, occasionally they'll trip you up with something like octopi, which is, that's just low. <laughs> but most of the time, that plural trip will get you where you want to go. Okay. Uh, would you say it's like a good way to improve your vocab? Do you feel like your vocabulary has increased since you started doing more crossword puzzles? Oh, not really. I, I don't recommend it. There's probably a lot better ways to improve your vocabulary than doing crossword puzzles. But what it does get you to do is think creatively and think a little bit critically about, um, you know, just problem solving, problem solving skills. It kind of targets those. But as far as vocabulary, I, not really, because like I said, a lot of the words get recycled over and over again. And the words that, the other words that are kind of out there and, oh, I didn't know that word. Like, I, maybe that's the one I didn't get in that puzzle and I had to look it up later. I look it up and then I forget it. So unless it's a word they're going to use often, I tend to forget it. Okay. They had some crazy word about fermenting tomatoes or something. I forget. <laughs> and I've just never remembered that because it hasn't come up very much. And you haven't needed to know the word. And I don't tomatoes. ferment tomatoes. Yep. <laughs> Um, so what's fun in it for you? Why do you, why do you go back day after day? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate a good puzzle. Um, it's, and it's something 
for whatever reason, that was something that was fun for me to do while I was still sort of waking up in the morning or having coffee and just, just something to do while having coffee and even breakfast sometimes. Do you feel like it like woke your brain up? I've never thought about that before. Maybe I did though. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't know if you know. Was that the crossword puzzle or was that the coffee? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All I know is it was it was a fun time to do it. It's. I mean, I've, I haven't had as much fun doing those at different times of the day. Hmm. I don't know why. It's hmm. just a morning activity. Mm -hmm. Your morning routine, your morning ritual. Yeah. It's part of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now you've even made some crosswords before. Um, you want to tell us about that process? How is making one different than solving one? Oh, well, making one is, I think, a lot of fun. Um, the, the challenge, of course, with making one is the challenges are different. And the, the challenge is how do I get all these words to fit and connect with each other? And So do you start with your, the words that you want before you... How do you how do you even go about I, making one? Yeah, I mean, I haven't made that many of them, but I I like to make ones that have a theme. So I had a birthday party once, and I made a crossword for people to solve. The unfortunate people that were required to come <laughs> to this party, and I I made the clues mostly about me, the birthday boy. So I was you know, the name of my sister, or my favorite sport, or things like that were in there. So so those all. Those all kind of had a theme. Some of them were a stretch. They weren't really about me, but I just made the clue make it sound like it was about <laughs> me. So it said something like, what Dave drinks? And the answer was water or something like that. So everybody drinks water, yeah. right? But yeah. So I like, I like coming up with a cohesive theme. And yeah, there is, a, there is that challenge though, getting all the words to intersect. And kind of, there's kind of three, at least three rules of making crosswords that I, I don't usually try to follow because it really is a challenge. Um, but one of them is they try not to have any, any boxes in the crossword that don't intersect two words. Okay, so, so every box has at least two every, words part of Yeah, every box should be part of two answers. Okay. I was gonna say at least two, but I'm not sure okay. how you get three in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you, every, don't have a, you don't have diagonals, right? <laughs> no, no diagonals. So everything is supposed to be that way. You know, if you can't just cannot figure out one of the clues, you got another mm -hmm. one to sort of help you out. Another kind of rule is they don't like to do anything shorter than three. So three letter words or more, or acronyms, but nothing with two. And I think I've done a couple with two. Mm -hmm. And the last one that I'm aware of is uh, they like to have. Um, some kind of rotational symmetry so that if you were to turn the puzzle 90 degrees let's say uh, it still looks the same or turn it 180 degrees it still looks the same so there's there's kind of an art to it and I yeah. I'm very impressed with the people that do that for a living I day in and day out because it really is a challenge mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think with all those somebody's hand creating those puzzles I always wondered if it's like computer generated I, or something. Yeah, I don't know. I I know they have software to make word finds. Okay. Given a sure, word list, but sure. that's not as challenging. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 
By the way, have you seen the word finds that intentionally put in pieces of the words that you're looking for? Yes. So they have like hamburger and they'll mm-hmm. put in like burger. Yeah. Oh, those are the worst. Mm-hmm. So you, your eye keeps catching it. Yeah. And you're like, that's got to be it. No, I already looked at that like three times. It's still no, not it's hamburger. A, it's a great idea, but it's fiendish. Uh-huh. It really is. <laughs> um, anyway, I know there's software to make, and I'm sure they yeah. put all those tricks in there to make word finds. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something for crosswords too, but I think people enjoy doing the bulk of it themselves. The people yeah. that are designing these, they don't want to send it to a computer. They want to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe they would fill in some of the, the corners, mm-hmm. fill in the cracks oh, with sure. some software help. Sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do know when I've done these, I actually do use a computer for help, but not not some kind of crossword generation tool. What I use is there's actually tools online to help you solve the crossword you're solving. Okay. Not, not designing, but yeah. help you solve one. And they'll say, it'll, it'll have an interface that lets you put in, let's say, um, let's say I've got, uh, uh, for some reason I can't figure out hammer. So I've got H-A-M blank blank R, right? And I'm like, what is this? So I go to this website or something, I type in H-A-M, I think it's like, underscore underscore or space space whatever it is for their wild card okay right and then r okay i think i did that right goodness let's at least spell hammer right <laughs> so so you put that in and it comes back with well, these are all the things it could be we've seen these on other crosswords so so that's helpful for solving one, but I use it for generating okay. crosswords as well. When I say, well, this is what I've got in my puzzle so far. What could I put here? And it says, oh, maybe, maybe hamter. And I say, oh, thanks. I didn't know hamter was a word, but mm-hmm. now I'll use that. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Or hamper, maybe. Oh, hamper. That's better. <laughs> maybe a real word. I don't think hamter is a real word. Well, that's the, that's the thing about crosswords, though. They'll make it work They'll make somehow. it work. And probably put a question mark on them. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so a little while back, you and I listened to a few episodes of Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. We did. Um, for our listeners, there's this podcast called Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Um, they started on June 21st, 2020, probably a COVID thing. Um, it looks like it's a daily podcast, like every day since June 21st, 2020, they have um, talked, they have done the New York Times crossword and then talk about the clues and how it went for them um, on their podcast. And as I recall, they completed in some obscenely low amount of time. Yes, like 45 minutes or something. Yeah, which yeah. for the New York Times is lightning fast. Yeah. Didn't you do the math and it was like... Just a couple seconds per clue. I don't remember. It was something like that, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're flying through that. That's wild. Um, so, Dave, what were your expectations before we listened? I was like, Dave, we're going to watch, we're going to listen to this podcast. What were your expectations before we listened to Honestly, this? I thought, I thought, what on earth are they going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> a crossword? Like, uh-huh. what do you, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, okay, but now tell me honestly, what was your experience listening to the podcast? Well, it was entertaining. Yeah. Actually, um, and I, 
I mean, they were they're far beyond. They're way out of my league. <laughs> but they but I still I don't know I still you know was able to identify with some of the things they were talking about how they really appreciated the wording of a certain clue or yeah they really liked how the theme fit together and and things like that I forgot to mention with the the themed crosswords those usually have some kind of um, well I guess maybe I touched on it but there's usually some kind of trick or some key to it that once you figure out the rest of them become a lot easier. Anyway, so Mike and Gene like to use the proper terminology. I never, I had never known it was called a, what was the word they yeah, used? Yeah, I'm trying to remember too, cipher. I don't remember. I feel like not it the, R. Yeah, not the cipher, but like a, uh -huh. not the rhombus. Mm -mm. Oh, it'll come to me later. Okay. But anyway, yeah, those are just things that they appreciate that I could listen to them talk about and say, oh yeah, I've. I, I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, rebus, I think. Is oh, that's right. not that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rebus. So what was the rebus? For that one? Yeah, that was like the clue. To, oh, what does it mean? What, what's a rebus? Yeah. yeah, it was just the term that they were using to to describe the key to those themed puzzles. Okay. As soon as, like, if you were to be okay. told okay. the rebus, you would instantly be able to much more easily get each of those clues. Okay that were themed that okay. way. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's again, it's one of those unwritten rules. But this rule, the rebus, is actually specific to each puzzle. So this puzzle might have a rule where, hey, mm -hmm. everything in here is going to be the name of a film. Or this one might have, hey, everything in here is going to be a um, something that's actually French, but has, a, has something that sounds exactly the same in English. Mm -hmm. I remember doing one like oh, that. Okay. So. Okay. Do they ever use numbers, like numerals? Numbers, so like spelling out 23, for example? Yeah, or I guess what I'm thinking about is do they, would they write the number two and then the number three, like the numerals? Oh, no, always letters. Okay, yeah. okay. Do you ever have dashes or anything? Mm, you never write a dash. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think if I've seen any. Yeah, I, I wanna say I've seen some that'll say, um, they give you the clue and then they'll say in parentheses hyphenated or something like okay. that. And then so you then you just that, ignore the hyphen? Yeah, you're going to okay. write it and then not include the hyphen. Okay. Exactly. Oh, okay. okay. But they tell you in the clue because otherwise you'd say, well, that's not how you spell that. There's a hyphen in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, going back to the Gene and Mike podcast, like as the creator of this one, um, just the like existence of that podcast proved two things to me. <laughs> Number one, crossword puzzles is a legit hobby. It's something you can do just for the fun of it. You know, you're not like trying to get better at something necessarily, right? You're, like you're just you're doing crossword puzzles because of the fun of it. That's kind of how I defined hobbies um, in my first episode. Um, but also something that you can like develop skill in, like something mm -hmm. you can get better and. Um, so, so yeah, that um, it's something you can get better in and just do for the fun of it. But then number two, any hobby can inspire connection. Um, I'm gonna do an episode about this later, but there are you know tribes or or circles of people um, for for every hobby or interest. Um, even something as like crossword puzzles are usually solitary, right? Like you don't usually do it with somebody else. Right. Right. I mean, I'd like look over your shoulder sometimes or help.
help you with a clue or two sometimes. I've asked for help so many times, but you (laughs) kind of need only one person holding the pencil. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't like really work well if two people are trying to write stuff in. Yeah, you're each probably looking at different clues. Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, it doesn't Mm -hmm. lend itself very well to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so even for like kind of a solitary hobby like crossword puzzles, there's still like a tribe out there for them, you know? So, and they all know. have a podcast to listen to together. <laughs> yep. yep. So, I, I mean, I'm not that into crossword puzzles, but I had fun listening to that podcast. Yep. And I have fun watching you do the crossword puzzles. <laughs> but I don't think I've learned any words either. <laughs> they still intimidate me. Even though I know you don't have to have, like, a giant vocabulary. And now that I, like, know, you know, there's these clues and and different ways to help solve the puzzles that make it sound a lot more fun to me. Um, it still it still feels intimidating. Like I don't have a big enough vocabulary to do it. Well, let's fix that. Let's sit down right <laughs> after we record this and get you started oh, on Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, do you have anything else you want to say about crossword puzzles? Um, pick one up, start right now. Okay. That was to you, but oh, okay. for all you listeners out there that want to do one, go ahead too. Okay. All right. We're in this together. All right. Thanks, Dave. Sure. After this episode, Dave indeed got me to sit down and do a crossword puzzle. And it was hard, but but it was helpful knowing all the tips and tricks. And um, he picked me out kind of an easy-ish one. Um, And it took me about 40 minutes and I had to ask for some help and get some more tips from him. Um, And then he sat down after that and did a similar like difficulty one and it took him only 20 minutes. So um, it definitely is something where practice makes perfect. I also think it's safe to say that this episode talking about crosswords with me kind of inspired him to get back into crosswords. He hasn't done it since we lived with my parents uh, several months ago and um, yeah, even then we were really busy for that month, so he didn't he didn't do a lot of crosswords then. So it's been like probably over a year. Um, but after we did this episode, he has gotten back into crosswords, and so it's fun to see him just doing something that I know he enjoys. Um, it's also inspired him to create more crosswords, and when he creates them, then of course my six-year-old son wants to do whatever his daddy does. And so, yeah, my son has made me several crosswords and it's really cute and sometimes really hard to know the answer. (laughs) Um, But thankfully my son likes to give me lots of tips for what the actual answer is. So we've been doing a lot more crosswords in my family since we recorded this episode and I hope listening to it will inspire you to add crossword puzzles to your life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hobbies 101. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can also leave a review at Apple Podcasts or a voice message on the Anchor app. In the show notes, I will leave a link to my Pinterest page where you can find boards for many of the episodes to get you well on your way to becoming a hobbyist.